Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 308 for Monday, August 1st, 2022, and we're back! Summer vacation's we're over, back, back to baby. school! Here we are, yeah. frickin' back again. I'm your host, Derek Thompson. With me, as always, we have Jesse Brown! Hello! And Bradley Bichino! Hey, it's been so long. I feel like haven't. Didn't you say last time that you made a comment and you were like, we need to like spice up our intros a little more instead of just making noises? And then uh, and now it's that, like, yep. I I tried to. I didn't come up. I didn't improv much, but I I chose words. I, I did very based poorly. off of Derek's in, last feedback. In, introduce me. In, introduce yep. me. Once okay, more. Jesse, you get a Jesse second chance. Go, With me as yeah. always, we have Jesse Brown. Hey everybody. Appreciate you listening. Hope 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 you didn't mind the farts. And Bradley Bitcher. I'm not doing it again. Yeah, I already did it. He oh, yeah, you already filled out. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. You right. If, if he's done it right already, there's no reason to punish him for my mistake. So it's just like a good moment moment to say something like, Hey, it's me, uh, Bradley. You know, I've all I got a tale for you. Or Jesse would be like, oh. Jesse would be like, Hey, guys, it's me, Jesse. You know, I've, I've got a tale for you. So like, and then you immediately start telling oh, us a tale. That's what you want. You want us to just. You don't want any introductions anymore. Uh, you know, I can't get behind that because no. I enjoy. If I. Yeah. Go what, on. Okay. What, what are you? What are, I? I. I like. Well, the, I'm just saying that's all fine, but like, I don't want to start off with a funny voice because if it's somebody's first time listening. Oh, oh no, that was just that was my. You're best gonna be thinking that impression. The rest of the episode of I'm your talking voice. In a funny voice. That's, that's the best right. impression Which, I had of your voice. Our, once, Horse, our fans, man, like, uh, once our fans so run into us on do. the street and we're not talking that like we better. were in this video, they're going to be so me, confused. Jesse they're not going to believe us. I'm going to say it's I my... am the infamous TikToker Beardo Weirdo, and they're going to be like, I see it in the face. I don't hear it in the voice. And, they're, and I'm going to be like, oh, wait, no, <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, like, no, okay. Who, the Beardo, me, Who the no, fuck is Beardo Weirdo? Who the fuck is Beardo Weirdo? Oh, I like that. I like this character. Beardo Weirdo is a TikToker who... Who creeps on children? I don't children? know if I'm dating myself by saying that. I sound like a thousand-year-old man when I I'm just like, say these TikTokers, TikTokers out here, these freaking TikTokers. <laughs> no, you sound like a fucking Gen Zer, man. Yeah, I, know. I don't know what you're TikToking about. You don't know what I'm TikToking about? So this guy, Beardo Weirdo, he looks exactly... If you've ever wanted to know what I look like, you've heard this podcast and you don't know any of us IRL, you also can't know Brad or Derek. Um, then look up Beardo Weirdo and you'll say, oh, wow. That's Jesse Brown. That's exact. That is him. Because I am not really Beardo Weirdo. Lauren posted a thing on Facebook the other day, and it had four images. And I thought the first image was him, and the other three images were me. And I was so confused because it was a picture of me in a <laughs> Pikachu onesie. And I thought, I don't remember ever in my life wearing a Pikachu onesie. So either I don't remember this event because it's just bad memory, or I was fucked up. Uh, and... And then it turned out that it was actually two pictures of him and two pictures of me. Ah, uh, it's Beardo Weirdo, but like Weirdo with an O. Yeah, like Doe. Yeah. Weirdo. Like, like, like yeah. Doe. So, wow, he oh, definitely yeah. looks a lot TikTok, like you. <laughs> it does. TikTok famous is not um, real famous, though, because I did. I did. Um, Holy shit, this guy looks. Go I did, because I misspelled his name when I Googled him, Google didn't. Like actually pull anything from what? him up. So You're that's telling me insightful. you you yeah, you same here, actually. Oh my god! I thought you just my posted first, a picture my of me. My first so, check. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, he, this guy looks very much like you, Jesse. I'd say you look more youthful. 
Uh, you have more of a yeah. youthful look. This guy's a little grayer than you are. A little more I've haggard. I've never rocked a. That's true. I've never rocked the backwards baseball cap. I used to wear no, a baseball no. cap a lot, but it was always forwards. Always, yeah. always brim forward. Always forward. Just a like this podcast. Respectable young gentleman. You know. Jesse always looked like he was ready to umpire a pickup <laughs> game of <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> baseball no, because what... he would wear a polo to work with plaid shorts and a baseball cap. Always forward, Always. never backwards. <laughs> That's my life motto. Always I also forward. That's my the, mantra. I wore that. Always forward, so never backwards. I wore the baseballer's bulletproof vest or bulletproof vest. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, that was. I remember that now. was uh, created after Babe Ruth had one too many fatalities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. They said, this... uh, they said one more kill and no more baseball for you. Then you're going to have to turn your career into golf because that's the next logical step. You go yeah, from basketball I mean, kinda... to baseball to golf. To golf, yeah. That that is the, and if you start with baseball, line. you go straight to golf. You go straight to I hell. What happens is, I, I don't know what happens if you start with football. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a whole separate category. This is a game. Shit. This is a podcast about video games. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shit. And uh, we're just, you know, kicking back on this summer season. Sun's out, mm-hmm. fun's out, guns out in virtual reality. Nuns out. Uh, nuns, out. Yeah, nuns are out, out on, that list on the too. fucking out, prowl. Out. Yeah, and these nuns will not leave us alone. Get those wieners roasting, yep. you know, mm-hmm. like oh, all the great backyard barbecue looked, stuff. Have you read the Old Testament? And I'm like, no, I'll get out of here. Uh, <laughs> but anyways... Um, Jesse, you've been swinging, high flying, oh, jumping, yeah, climbing, grabbing yep. onto mm, walls. I've been, I've been, yeah, I've been styling and profiling. Um, I have been playing. You guessed it, uh, Derek League <laughs> of Legends. Oh, yeah! <laughs> They've got a Star Guardian event going on right now, and but I, I always play that. But in reality, I have uh, I played. Uh, in its entirety, the Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, it was addicting, fantastic. Um, I used oh, the, the wow. exact same engine. It, it was kind of one of those like, like it felt sort more of like sequels? an expansion. It is a standalone mm. game, but it definitely felt like an expansion as opposed to like. So you're still. It picks up like right after the end of the newest Spider-Man game that came out on PS4 at uh, sort of the end of its life cycle. Yep. And uh, fantastic game, same engine. I, I have to imagine they probably up the graphics somehow. It looks well. You're playing on PS5, amazing. right? Amazing. Yep, I'm playing on PS5, and I've got the the whole. <laughs> then they the, definitely you know, up the graphics. All 4K HDR, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's oh why yeah. I, I just because I figured with it being did the same engine, with, I didn't know. Did you go with the ray tracing 30 frames per second? Or I, did you go with the 60 FPS? I did the middle. So they had three options now this time. They had uh, two options for 60 FPS. So the first one is like vanilla 60 FPS, like nothing on. The second option was like uh, 60 FPS with um, any added Bells benefit that they could squeeze in without it uh, costing performance. Uh, um, like I think that's when they started adding anti-aliasing and stuff like plus. that. There was a list of things that they put in there. Um, and then the, the, yeah, the third option was the 30 frames per second. I didn't even try it. I should have, but I'm, uh, I, I, I should <laughs> try it too, man. Um, I believe, I believe the 30 frames per second one has the ray tracing, which makes the lighting a lot out more of spectacular. World. Yeah. I, sh- yeah. I should have done makes it. the highlight, um, highlights right, more specular. Yeah. It's, it's not too late now. I 
did I, I've beaten the game twice already. It, it is that good. I, I've got the you platinum trophy on it already. Straight through it again? I, okay, that's funny that you said that. Because this whole time when you were comparing it, like it kind of feels like a DLC. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to like, ask, uh, is it kind of like that second son um, <laughs> yes. standalone that they released? Wait, that, that I could also like, beat twice. It feels like weekend. a DLC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, and you also beat that. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, I first got the platinum light. trophy on that in a weekend <laughs> because we went and picked it up on a Friday and Sunday night. God. I was like, "Now what?" That yeah, was... it's all chronicled on this podcast. Yeah, that was like, man, remember that back in the day, Jesse? You used to beat that a game like every two days, wasn't it? Wasn't that PS4 launch? You used to be a gamer. You used to be a Jesse. real gamer. I remember that when we first started, I was beating a game a week. Oh yeah, and then like I for was, I was dedicated. For yeah. a while. For, for a long, like, oh, like half a year. Well, at, at first, least. we kind of like joked around about it, and then there's like, oh, you. Then you actually were doing it. Then you were actually yeah. renting games from the library, beating them in yeah. a week, and then returning them, and then getting something else. <laughs> yeah, uh, I. You wow. know, it's not. It's not like it won't happen again. That's all I do is play video games still. But uh, I've just been playing a lot more League of Legends because I'm a sick ass. Um, I'm so bad at that game, but I'm so addicted. But the I mean, back me to too, Miles Morales, but it's it, still it, fun. It is fun. It is fun. But but Miles Morales was more fun. Um, the story was incredible. I cried both times. Oh, wow. like, I knew what was going to happen. I don't know, man. I cried no, a lot no, of weird no, no. shit. It, nothing no, wrong I, with that. Oh, no, I, just I, don't, didn't realize I don't think it, so either. It, it I think has it's that depth of the story. Okay, so yeah. my experience with Miles Morales so far is I started up. Uh, and I played a little bit, and I was like, holy shit, this place, this is so smooth. And, yeah. like, just uh, the way you jump around when you're, literally jump around when you're uh, swinging, adds yes. this other layer of the gameplay. So, <clears throat> like the previous Spider-Man, you'd fly around, and you could kind of do some tricks here mm-hmm. and there. But, like, Miles Morales' whole, like, movement is amplified by doing tricks and, like, spins, and, and just the way his... His uh, combat animations play out. Uh, mm. His different abilities. He has like you have like uh, electric stingers. Um, yeah, they or electric venom. punches. Like they venom. They yeah. added a whole new mechanic called venom. So you get like That's venom weird, punch but... and venom shock and venom but, dash um, and just the whole animation style felt so different. But the reason I was surprised was because um, I had just played the start and I was like I had assumed that. I kind of got a vertical slice of what's going to be happening. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't realize the story would get that complex, honestly, because it didn't feel like it yeah. was at the beginning. Oh, <clears> no. <throat> uh, it, yeah, I I think... Hey, did you finish it? Did you play it in its entirety? No, or? no. Okay. I've, I've, I've only... I started a few months ago, but then I, I okay. tailed off. Uh, I, just different I will games. say if you if you feel if you get the need for speed again, man, it... Uh, like I said, it was... Um, it's very emotional. There are there are just a handful of parts where it's uh, just, especially the end is it's. It, I thought it was incredibly emotional. Like I said, I definitely was tearing up uh, both times. Even the second time around, I'm like, I know exactly what happens, and I'm like, I'm gonna <laughs> do this shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah they added a lot of no. unique things. They um, you know. They, it, but as far as the major parts all carried over, you know, you can do a lot of stuff. It's like all and, of the New York City uh, that yeah, you it's, swing it's around in still. the same exact map that you played in the first <clears throat> game. It's, you know, it, it picks so up right afterwards. I think that goes a long way to making it feel like a full game of its own. Just yeah. because the the open world is maintained. So it's like yeah. all of this gameplay space. Um, yeah. But 
yeah, apart from that, like, does this, do you think, and uh, no spoilers or anything, but do you think that there's going to be another uh, game in this uh, series? Yeah, I don't know how they couldn't, but that's the thing. They didn't, like, they did, they did actually, they did put a, like, a stinger at the end of the game. So, like, there is, like, they're, they're clearly leading you into, but you know how games are where it's like, oh, well, sure. if it didn't, if it didn't do good enough, like, it, they, did good it, enough. it seems like they put it in there for a just in case. But, I mean, as far as it, I know, both of these games really performed well. yeah. so well. They're yeah, like, stellar. I, don't, I, feel uh, like I mean, Miles won't. Morales yeah. is a really well known, well reviewed game, and it is all yes. uh, an expansion. <laughs> and yeah. like dev why like yeah it kind of you could have purchased it as an expansion to the play the the ps4 spider-man game yes. um like it wasn't necessarily standalone yeah and that's that's amazing that's an amazing yeah. spider-man yeah they it, uh, oh man i can't say enough good things about it if uh it, it's well, definitely tell me about something cool that you like about it uh, well, that's what, like the, the the new mechanic of they they added. I, and the funny thing is, I don't even remember the finer details of the first Spider Man, so I don't know how much of it has been uh, carry over. But they do put a lot of nice little gadgets in there. Um, they put a lot of uh, like unique abilities. Uh, they carried over the uh, same uh, mechanic of like once you get, I think it's like a ten hit combo. Uh, you you get basically uh, go a sicko finisher. mode. It is straight up called a finisher. Yeah, <laughs> and then now they added. I don't. I feel like this was an addition. It may also be the same in the first game, but uh, by the I think by the end of the game, you can actually stack your finishers up to three times. So I mean, th- it just if you turn the HUD off, this game the the controls are simple enough that you could just blam through it. The worst part would just be you wouldn't be able to see your venom meter, but. If I recorded a segment of me playing this with the HUD off, it would look like a movie. It would not look like a video game. Like the the animation is just so fluid and with the Something also finishers about that and movement. the venom attacks. Just the movement through the skyline. Like yeah. they capture that so oh, well. I'm just and... referring to the fighting too. I'm not even <clears throat> referring to the like the swinging through the city. Yeah, I mean, swinging through the city too would be That's golly, like I... That's like the thing. That's like Yeah. When I play when I played Miles Morales recently, that was like all I did almost. Like I just went around doing random little things because I loved just running around that city so much and doing flips between every swing. Oh yeah. Oh man. Just like trying to maximize my speed was like something I was always trying to do. Like trying to be. Well, by the time you kind of get to like many hours into that game and this happened with the first Spider-Man game, at least you get, Mm -hmm. A certain part, a certain way in, and you, you know, you know kung fu, like yeah. as far as the swinging that, goes. So you are just that was fucking one of my favorite things too. Is when through. they start, yeah, when you start this, like you, you're basically Miles Morales is uh, Spider Man's ward, basically. Um, but you see it in his movement, like every time he swings, like his character is like flopping around gracefully like it almost it looks like like <laughs> yeah. when he detaches from the web it looks like he's about to hit the ground it's not it doesn't look <laughs> like he's about to shoot a new web out it looks like he just fell off the top of a building but oh, there's such an art to it it uh, and i i honestly feel that by the end of the game they change the animation where it seems more fluid and thought out Confident? like it doesn't yeah, become yeah, a real Spider-Man. Yeah, it looks like you That's aren't like cool. flailing in the air, but it is yeah. like you start and you're they, like, man, they I'm, like I'm the new kid on the that, They like took that straight from the movie. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Because it, they do two-step animation for just him when he's into the spider verse in the beginning. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And eventually they, they like up the frame rate of his animation <laughs> as he gets more yeah. competent. That's yeah. That's incredible. I love little touches like that. I it's one of the coolest things uh I remember I think I'm trying to remember back games that used to show like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for example uh-huh. had this system in it where like you would bulk up based on like how much you exercise and or run or eat or whatever yeah i remember and that systems like that i just love when your character visually just at a glance you can tell things about them in games yeah. and i feel like yeah. games do not do that enough uh no where like just based on animation i know animating is probably very difficult but like imagine yeah. If in, you know... Well, every... like in the character model, like, I feel like part of it, you could just change the character model. I'm sure there's a lot more nuance than that. No, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying... I'm just saying I wish more games... All I want to say is I wish more games kind of did that. Like, if you have a low skill in any stat, have your <laughs> your character fumble. Like, be, be yeah. fumbly, bumbly about it. Um, yeah. And then, if you have a high skill in that stat, have your character be freaking, uh, you know, precise, perfect. Like, ah. Uh, I love that kind of shit. I I like I like you too. You guys are humble. You're mm-hmm. not like those other people on Reddit that when there's obviously some sort of visual or computer effects in a shot or video game, people are like, "Oh, that's that's so easy to do. <laughs> you just do this and this." Oh my god, nobody that's actually so like fucking annoying. Or appreciates how difficult like. And how much of a craft it is oh, to like seriously. do those things. I feel like I catch myself doing that uh, frequently, like oh, either owner overanalyzing because I did that with the game where I'm like I eventually through. Like it didn't cross my mind until like halfway through my first playthrough, and when I was like, I wonder how many of these uh, apartments are exactly the same. <laughs> like I wonder, I wonder how many apartment windows I'm seeing that if I like got up to the building and looked at it, like are they all the same? Are there two unique care or two unique models are there four unique models for these yeah. you know interiors um i remember they did that with uh the new um matrix the matrix demo that came out and people like it was all randomly generated so it looked fantastic but the part that they didn't do was like put a block in front of the door so you'd look into some apartment windows and there would be like cabinets and bed frames in front of doorways and it looked like somebody tried to barricade <laughs> themselves inside the house oh, gosh. <laughs> It was, it was clearly a like graphical oversight. Now again, too, this was a demo. This I mean, was not like, you know, I, you I know, don't that, that's one of the details. No, that's just yeah. one of the details that you'd see from far away. That that's definitely a, you know, if 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 if, if, if environmental artist had infinite uh, budget and and infinite yes. like uh, resources, of course they'd make everything perfect. But like, yes, the the amazing things happen when. Uh, development teams are able to, for the most part, mask uh, their design behind yeah. the art and assets. Yeah. Like, yes. I mean, think about it this way: the at, that building asset back in the day, yeah, like would have just, just been a, a few years ago, would have could have taken like four hundred hours to produce one building model. Yeah. But now with AI learning, yep. like programs like. 
yeah, Houdini, it's all generative. You can gener- generate yeah. like an entire city. There's you yeah. just hit random, and it'll keep randomizing it until you like it, and you can like just. It's just completely different. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, I will. I will never fault a game for something like that, uh, because I know. I mean that that's. Almost, I guess it's weird to say, but it's almost like industry standard. But it does make it when you do find that game where you're like, the level of detail in this game is so fucking wild that you can see every you know uh, reflection on a grain of sand that's on a blade of grass, and then you're like, man, this is the game that took it to the next level. Like, yeah. this oh. and, and I mean, of I course, we haven't even, for... yeah, dude, we haven't even seen any major titles in Unreal Engine Five yet, yeah. and that shit is gonna be incredibly smooth. We're is definitely there, living it, through like I, the the darker age of this yeah. console generation, like because is there in about a year plan? or two, some new games are gonna be coming out that are gonna be like absolutely fucking crazy. I think we're still what, in like uh, the post COVID. Like slow yeah. times because everyone's trying to. Yeah, we're st- we're in the slump. We're in the COVID we, slump. We probably will be for a little bit. Is there any idea of when the uh, like the first potential uh, five game will come out? Uh, Unreal Engine five. Is it one of those like? Oh yeah. Dude. So say yes. Okay. There there are um, some games like I mean, uh, Senua's Saga is going to be in Unreal Engine five. Yep. Uh, and um, that's really there's some other ones here. Gear, the new Gears of War. Whoa! Wonder, it, I wonder if six, uh, right. Wonder if Soul Frame is going to be in Heart UE5. of Chernobyl. Stalker Two is going to be in Unreal Engine Five. Ooh. So that's why, like, if you saw the tra- like trailer, it was or the gameplay it was like, holy shit, those smoke effects. Yeah. Um, man, new, a new Bioshock. They game. got tress effects Ashes on their smoke creation. effects. So, there's no stopping them. Oh, the next Witcher game oh, is going to be on Unreal Engine 5. That's interesting. It was announced in March, but it's just announced. Yeah. I'm okay, hoping it's so a they... Siri game where you play as Siri and uh, uh, go on and cool with fun adventures. Um, I, was, I had a whole segue lined up right there when we were talking about graphical fidelity. Okay, I got it back. Oh, so I played World of Warcraft the other day. <laughs> God damn. Okay, that's uh, out that of the coming. blue. <laughs> I hopped in, uh, ran around, uh, made a new character, and just kind of poked around because it's been about you know two years since, a year and a half, two years, since I was really invested in it. Really wanted to just see what was going on. And one thing I did notice after playing so many other MMOs, and it's one of the things, like WoW's greatest strengths is that art style. And while we were talking about how great they can push things like the UE5, there is something to be said for games that have an art style as timeless as that. Or uh, I think League of Legends actually does a pretty good job of this. Like, that's a pretty good art style because it it holds up all these years later and is getting improved upon. Uh, That being said, I just couldn't get get it hooked in. I, I wasn't looking to get hooked into WoW again at all. But um, Dragonflight is actually looking pretty awesome uh, and comes out later this year, apparently. So I just wanted to see how it was like after playing so much Final Fantasy and Elder Scrolls Online. Now, yeah. I've been playing 
MMOs for all my life, and I have never played an MMO that has so well captured a full breathing world uh, that all feels like it is happening in the moment and there is concrete time. ESO has become such a beast of content uh, over the past few years. Now, we played this... So see, that stands for Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> I, knew, ESO. I knew that one. ESO. <laughs> so, ESO came out in 2011, 2014? I don't remember. Anyways, uh, I think it was 2014. Skyrim was 2011. It was 2014. Skyrim was 2011. Skyrim was 2011. Arc- Fire released uh, Suburbs that year. Or no, not the Suburbs. Daft Punk released their... Oh yeah, we all lost ourselves to dance. Members. Yeah, you lost I lost your phone myself to, to dance, dance that year and I'll never forget. <laughs> I'll never forgive myself. Um, that I was playing ESO at the same time. So yeah, ESO came out and what it did is it forced you to pick one of three factions... I mean, which it still does, but at the time, it had essentially three pathways, one for each faction, and then one endgame zone. In, I don't know what year it was, 2018, 2019? At some point. They did this big change called One Tamriel, and that basically cut away all of the limitations of faction for each zone and level requirements. And made it so everything scales to your level. And what that essentially do- did was just flatten the whole world into what now feels like an open world pretty close to Elder Scrolls experience. Um, yeah, it's a lot like playing through Elder Scrolls Five with the mod where it'll spawn you anywhere on the yeah. map. And you just <laughs> start playing. Yeah, you literally it just wander into an area a lot like and that. you get... Wait, did like, they- they fully did an voiced... o- like an overhaul? I mean, like... I would say, yeah, yeah. a pretty big overhaul to the whole uh, map, yep. essentially. Opening up all of the content for you to play through however you want. And, and it's all, it like, stitched like together a... now, too. It's all, yeah. every like, you can go between zones fluidly. Uh, just, like, go through this gate and you're in the other zone, as opposed to, like having to have a quest to go there, but only if you're a certain faction and only if you're this level. So they basically like took away that layer of MMO framework that was existing around the world and turned it into one massive open world uh, RPG game. And that's really mm. what it's been. And that's what's gotten, that's what's gotten me so damn deep into it. I've been playing the shit out of ESO like all this Both past you month. You guys have been. Yeah. Brad and I almost every night have been adventuring, and since there's just yeah. so much to do, uh, we're able to basically reserve zones for adventuring uh, and like run through whole quest lines together, uh, and then go off and like do other shit in the between times. It's yeah. I have to say though, this is the first. I'm not even gonna call it an MMO anymore, but this is a. It, it's it's been like. A really great experience to log in every time and have content that we can run together that's not just random dungeons yeah. or something. Yeah, not like not like daily quests every time. I mean, I guess we have done daily quests, but they didn't MMOs feel like daily in that way. Quests. It was always it like, differs from MMOs yeah. in that way that like if once you did a quest, like we're not in sync anymore. Yeah. 
is like uh, trying to figure out what quests you have and what ones I don't do have. You, and do you... ESO, our experience of experience has just been like there's always something we can do together and it's easy yeah if, if and like if brad's in a zone that i haven't even started or been to at all i can still just warp right to him if i, I join his party oh, you oh okay I, I, you can warp right to your friends and then immediately just get the whatever quest he's on and start doing it with him because every oh, quest okay, is, so is 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 in each zone and they can be like there are there, there are multiple part quests and you can do them out at the parts out of order um in a zone in like the overworld of a zone and so are, across the, the, are world, the zones not like too difficult scale wise like dip, dip between no, them they're completely so, the same you can go oh, really? anywhere right out the gate and it will scale to you um oh, it scales weird. to your power level yeah it's super weird so there is so, no like oh man this is like end game areas like you shouldn't well, go there, there because is, monsters there are... is but it's more like like it's tough dungeons, but yeah, it's not like zones, not like leveling zones. So, but there okay. are end game areas that you need to progress a certain uh, ways into the story to get access to. It's yeah, and it's more of your character yeah. progression. Yeah, where do you want to? What do you want to do? Like, yeah, so like certain things will be locked if you're if you don't have a high enough champion level. Essentially, there are a couple things that yeah happened to me when um i was playing with derek and he was max level and i was still not max level there was a I, there was something but it wasn't a quest it was, it was like a dungeon oh yeah or something. it was so, okay. I, what was that uh shoot i don't remember doesn't matter. I, I, I remember the instance but, that was a, that was a few weeks ago um mm -hmm. but yeah it's really like it feels that that elder scrolls vibe of like okay i'm gonna join the mage's guild so I'm gonna make a mage build and like do the mages guild quests. They take me all over the place. They have, like I said before, every quest is fully voice acted. Um, so and and like extra dialogue, it feels like an Elder Scrolls like experience. Um, and you know you'll go all over the world in some quest lines, and sudden that's what made me realize I, I had a quest that basically warped me all around because like at the end of each part it'd be like all right let's get on this cart and travel to rifton and we would just go to rifton and then suddenly i'm like holy shit i'm in rifton i haven't been here yet this is crazy this looks just like skyrim uh and I, that happened to me and it took me to markarth and i ended up doing the entire markarth zone storyline by myself just because i was so engaged in the content um because you like, love Markarth, I remember I do. you. It is it is my favorite place. You know that. You know me. No spoilers, uh, but what was the demon in there? This is way off. I mean, this is off. The only reason it's on topic is because it's Skyrim. But what was the demon that you had to kill in Markarth? Uh, Throwback. Oh fuck, it I don't was, remember, man. It was like Dude, my was it, Skyrim it was like knowledge. In a vessel or something like Malakath, that. Malakath, was it? Oh, that uh, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the the freaking mace you could get. Yes, I rejected yes. that dark evil gift. So did you I. Bastard. So did I. No, you so didn't. Did I. Okay. Yes, I did. Okay. I was a good boy. Okay. I was a good I've boy. I've done a couple. I've done a. I feel like I've done some. Uh, I, I shouldn't say evil, but <laughs> Daedric. morally gray some things. Some Daedric things. Morally Elder gray. Scrolls Online, <laughs> which is yeah. crazy. There you go, Jesse. Spinning it back is around. There, is there are there moral a, choices? Uh, there is. Is there like a, a paragon thing? 
No. no. Okay. Wait, Paragon? Well, no. Like, it, uh, and that's what's cool about it. Your you your get... choices aren't motivated to like build a character base a certain way. Okay. But there are there are persuasions you can make and intimidations. And there are and permanent also binary choices just like, that you have to make. Yeah. Like, do these people die or do these people die? Kind of kind of decisions. Not that they'll always like show themselves like that, but like and then now mm, that and that I, NPC is just gone. Kind of thing. I've learned everything I, I need had... to know. So you choose everybody's life or death. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you kind of can do that too. I have a proclivity for blood. Blood of Uh-oh. humans. Are there children blood... in the, children and animals in the game? They're animals, but I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen any kids. Kid. You haven't seen a children? Thank, I'm, thankfully, uh, I don't really want want kids in I my just game. remember kids in, in 5 and it was like you can't kill the kids. No. And then people started adding mods where you could kill the kids and I'm like, it's a weird world. Yep. You know, you, you give people a kid, they're going to want to destroy someone's going to want to destroy it. Um Well, the, the kids <laughs> are programmed to say like mean shit, aren't they? They're like one are of you them's the a dragonborn. Yeah, well, the, right. The one that starts the <laughs> <laughs> the one that starts I mean, the enough dark to make you want to kill a kid i'm saying you know the, the kid struck first the 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 one that started the dark brotherhood quest literally murders his teacher gets his his uh what not teacher his, uh, it's his parents his pa- right i thought it was his like uh it was an orphanage it was like the orphan matron He's, like puts a hit out on her and you're the one that responds to it and does the hit right i don't remember anyways wow you're a bad guy derek yeah, I am. <laughs> so I am a thief. I'm a member of the Dark Brotherhood, so I have the Blade of Woe. I can stab any NPC and like instantly kill them. I am a vampire. Uh, so from uh, about you know five yards away, I can uh, use feed, and uh, that will make me a monstrous vampire, at which point uh, NPCs will no longer talk to me. So I have to either hypnotize them or wait until my vampirism wears off. Uh, or like my, my level goes down. Uh, so, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Uh, it takes a long time, days usually. Um, so, but I don't care. I just keep it full because when it's when it's full, I can sprint invisibly. Whenever I sprint, I turn invisible, uh, and it's fucking amazing. And I have I have a whole skill tree of vampire abilities that I kind of add into my bar. That's probably the the other coolest thing about this game, apart from the world, is how customizable you can be on your own character. Uh, we we'd already talked about like yeah. player choice and quest decisions, which you know they they amount to a changed world, but they don't really amount to too much. Com- like you're not going to change the fundamentals of the gameplay, like but you'll go back to a town and see someone you spared or whatever. Um, and but, like, they'll be your, like, your... "Oh, thank you, master, for yeah. sparing me." Yep. Um, and uh, but apart from that, like. Your actual build, based on what you've learned, based on the the, the quests you've followed, like I went deep into uh, the Sigic Order and got all their like did the whole quest line and got all of the skill the uh, ability tree unlocked. So now I have a bunch of Sigic Order like time freezing spells and and power up orbs and and uh, I can go into this healing mode where I just like float up in the air and glow gold and heal myself and re- restore mm. stamina and magicka. And it's just like all these new abilities that I put on my bar and the decisions that you make on that, your hot bars are really important because you only have like five abilities per bar and you have two bars, maybe eight ability. I don't really remember. Um, no, it's, is it five? It's five. Okay. And then you have yep. your ultimate. So you have six abilities. Yep. Okay. But you have and fewer options. you can only have those equipped at once. You only have those like 
you cannot enter combat and switch them mid-combat. So they become like, your build is based on 10 abilities total, uh, which is really limiting compared to most other MMOs, but also means that like every slot is impactful to your play style and makes you a little different and, and everyone plays differently. Like there are so many different meta builds guides that are all different. <laughs> I've tried to find a good, I'm playing a warden right now and I'm trying to find like a good warden magicka build and they're all different. No, there is no like clear complete meta. And I, I love that. There is, because there it, is no min max. There is no, there is, there's optimal. a min max community who is, who probably will would say what is min max, but like yeah. they'll argue between there's themselves a... about what's min max forever because there's, there's like a way to completely turn every class into a co- absolute powerhouse yeah. every class can heal every class can tank every class can damage uh it all depends on what abilities you have and what armor you have equipped and uh it's it's nuts uh group content is pretty chaotic but i, I like it it's pretty fun um uh, there's a lot of like uh, zone-wide Almost every zone will have like a thing, like a rift or uh, some sort of event uh, happen. Uh, most of them in the early zones are the, the anchors that come down. Elsewhere has two fucking Elsewhere dragons, has dragons flying yep. around in the sky, like in mm-hmm. they're Skyrim. literally Skyrim dragon. Like they fly around and land and fight from the sky. And there's you usually always a huge group of you players. If you kill yep. a dragon, <laughs> you suck their you soul. You don't collect you, their you soul. Drink that soul. You drink you it up. Drink mm. it up. <laughs> Uh, and then, no, I, and then I just, a, a I just boy the comes to my Sorry. church to sell Sorry. me a dragon soul. You know me, I just love that blood. So sometimes, know. you know, Brad and I will be adventuring down the alleyways of Vivek City or something in Morrowind. Uh, and, you know, he might, out of the corner of his eye, catch me, you know, sipping on some neck. And, uh, you know, that's, we've gotten in <laughs> okay. trouble a few times because if, if you're caught... Sipping on some neck. He's fucked things up if you're oh, caught so doing, many times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're caught, you become pickpocketing too. Like pickpocketing, oh, man. That, you, that's, Mister, are like I will I like never pick, take a demon Brad, mace. Brad's completed the thief storyline. He does more thief. He does. He's a sneaker boy, and he through and through. Oh, I, I, oh, I pick some pockets. He's a pocket, sure, but I'm not gonna pick the fucking beggar. Somebody that's, is. Yeah. What's he got to yeah. give? You pick. He's got a bag of blood. That's what he's got. People. Deflecting a bag of meat and blood for me to train. Sometimes I'm just like, hey, Brad, do you see any ho- homeless people around I can drink? Do you see any hoes? <laughs> <laughs> I need to feed. <laughs> Brad, I have the need to feed. You do say that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, because I want to stay level four vampires so I can keep sprinting invisibly around. And it's so much fun. Uh, so, yeah. All of the, uh, the, I guess that's my third favorite thing, if we're still counting things down, is uh, that... If you've completed a quest uh, in one area, oftentimes, as long as it's not like one of the early, like base quests, oftentimes if you encounter that character in a different area, they'll remember you, and it's like one of those little things. Yeah, and uh, it's very cool. Yeah, it adds <laughs> to the world building so much because NPCs. Uh, it, it was a lot like um, Final Fantasy fourteen. You had just like some really strong characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say it's a lot like Final Four, Final Four, Final Four, <laughs> Fantasy 14 in that way, but there's just more characters. 
Yeah. It's, I mean, and and I think they're they're not quite as developed as like Orianje or something by the end of, no. of uh, no. Shadowbringers or something. It's just like it's a lot of that. A lot of that. Yeah. It's like a lot of uh, uh, a lot of just good characterization from from specific people, and also just like the idea that you're making an imp- you doing things in one area affects the whole world in like a present time. Yeah. Um, and the only Callbacks place I've, I've ran into like incongruous parts is, is concerning like the main quest. Cause it seems like most of the world is kind of running on the assumption that the main quest is over uh, for any content that was released after it. Uh, but in, in any case, I, I don't know. I don't really know. There's so much I haven't done still. Uh, and that's kind of what draws me in the hardest. Just like that. There's, so much to do so much to see so i'm like what's wrong with taking the back streets uh <laughs> you never know if you don't go you'll never shine you never shine if you don't, if glow. You don't glow so, hey, hey now. now where were we <laughs> this has been games on earth thank you so much for listening thanks to kyle <laughs> Lancer for the intro outro music elder scrolls online it's fantastic Miles Morales, Spider-Man, just swinging through those streets. Also Lots fantastic. Of, also fantastic. We got a lot of games. I, I've played so many other games in this past month. Uh, War Tales. I want to get into that. Weird West. I want to talk about Weird West. Um, I want to talk about Stray. Stray. Next time. Yeah, oh, what, kitty what game. Derek, you had more than that. You had more than just Agent 64, Spies Never Die. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to cover Multiversus. Uh, I want to talk about the squad mod, squad mod called squad uh, mod. <laughs> Galactic uh, Shit, uh, Galactic Contention. Galactic Shit. It's called Galactic Contention, and it's amazing. It's a Star Wars mod for the game Squad. <laughs> it's really a mouthful. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to talk about Tenocon. Oh, I could talk about Tenocon real quick. Uh, yeah. Ten- Tenocon happened. Uh, they announced the Daviri Paradox coming later this year, uh, where uh, what is you know, that? There's gonna be expansion. It's a whole new, uh, a whole new expansion, roguelike expansion. Oh, new! Where you world. play, you should watch. You should honestly watch the trailer. I think you'd be surprised, Jesse. It does not look like Warframe at all. Uh, you're basically uh, warped into an alternate, uh, a, a space where some sort of godlike figure is not letting you die, and you have to try and escape this world. Hmm. And every day starts the same way uh, and plays out like over a span of time. And throughout that, like, you have to learn how to not only, like, adapt in this new space, but play. It's a whole different play style. You're playing as you're not playing as a Warframe. You are playing as the Drifter and you're riding horses. Uh, And those horses can uh, you can jump off uh, cliffs and and they'll spread wings and become Pegasuses. And you'll fly on those Pegasuses to fight massive boss monsters that are the size of fucking Shadow of the Colossus monsters. Are um, you not in a in a warframe? Or you're what, not in a warframe. You? You're not. You're what a are human. You? Are you you're, a, you're human? a Tenno. You're a Tenno. It's a lot to get into, but it's called okay. the Dubiri paradox for a reason. Because this all takes place concurrently on another dimension or something. Uh, it's it's kind of it's more like causat like a there's a two possibilities and and it, it's it's too much to get into. Everything that could okay. possibly happen has happened and does happen all the time. Uh, all the time. Yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's basically, it's a lot a like everything, thing. everywhere, all at once. And so you're uh, in stuck in this pocket of time, this time loop, uh, repeating this day over and over, trying to escape. 
Groundhog's um, Day. Getting support. Okay. Kind of like in a death loop. Kind of like in almost. a death loop almost. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so they announced that, and that's coming later this year, and it looks incredible. Uh, it looks like a whole new game. They announced Soul Frame, which is a brand new game coming out who knows when because they just started development and uh it's it's who's that by digital extremes so the makers of warframe that's their new game and it's a fantasy warframe you need to watch that trailer it looks fucking incredible it looks unbelievable is that going to be free to play then or is that going to be a triple a -A type it's going to be a triple a free to play open world live service game they're saying it's going to be an mmo uh it's going to it looks amazing you have to watch the trailer for soul frame uh, it is say? everything I've ever wanted, uh, and I cannot wait. I've always wanted a fantasy Warframe game, even though Warframe's kind of veered into the fantasy, and Teferi Paradox like looks like a fucking crazy, weird Western fantasy epic. Anyways, the last thing they announced was, uh, uh, what was it? Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, Mask Breaker or something like that? It's the, the next actual uh, patch for Warframe, but what it includes is you play as Call. uh, the main one of the main characters from uh the new war quest and he is a grenier and you're basically cleaning cleaning up the 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 system after the events of the new war playing as a grenier and like ranking up your grenier and customizing your grenier and it's something i've like wanted for so long or a race? oh sorry yeah the grenier are uh like those funky hunchback guys that look that are like stormtroopers of the bad guys uh, huh. you, you kill. I've killed probably a quarter million Grenier in my time as a Warframe wow, uh, operator. You sound like a villain all day long. <laughs> well, I you love kill a lot of Grenier. Like, I if would you play no Warframe, you kill a lot of Grenier. You're like, God, I need the blood. Okay, okay, I'm you want to get into it? Okay, so <laughs> you know how uh, many bodies are under these feet? <laughs> <laughs> many, many years ago, many, many years ago, the great uh, rulers of Earth. Ha- basically created a a subordinate caste of humanity that were clones meant to do heavy labor and work out in space and they were simple minded forced to be loyal what kind of dental plan do they have this does horrible. not sound no dental plan good. yeah terrible mm-hmm. their only loyalty is to their queens uh who the 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 grenier queens now uh okay. I've actually killed one of the queens, too. Oh, (laughs) Um, my God. Where does it end? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, and since the fall of the the Orican Empire, the world has, like, been in chaos for hundreds, if not thousands of years, uh, the Grenier have kind of devolved into this grunt force of just, like, war and conquering. uh, And without, like, clear leadership, they're just uh, chaos. So, so, but actually playing as Hmm. one, because there are factions of good Grenier, so this new expansion is going to let you, or this new patch, whatever, is going to let you play as Grenier, do like whole missions. And so again, it's another, another one of those things I love about Warframe where they're building uh, horizontally into the experience. So now there's this whole like Grenier I can have and customize and do missions with uh, that are special to it with like a slower paced gameplay uh, for kind of like a cover shooter more and less of like a fucking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater meets uh, Star Fox meets uh, fucking, <laughs> I don't know, everything, since, everywhere. <laughs> since since this is all through the same producer, how would you feel if 
since I guess they would technically have like your character data from your Warframe. Like, how would you feel if at the very, like, the finale, the end of your Grenier game playthrough, the final boss was your character? You God, killed be so, so many of them. Good. That'd be so good. That would fucking be good, good. or, or be would so you be like, hell no, cool. I'm not going to kill my character. You're like, well, I'm just, I guess I'm not going to play the rest of this game. They wouldn't, they're not going to do that at all. I know but they like, won't. I'm saying hypothetically. But like, I'm saying hypothetically. It'd be so one-sided. That's the problem. And there's like, a, I think there's a comic about this, like an actual official Warframe comic, but like, uh, what the Warframes are like from the Grenier perspective, from the enemy's perspective, is yeah. basically like, like death gods, like death demons. They call them demons yeah. uh, because if one appears on your Seeing ship, you know you're dead. Death. Like, because yeah. when you're when you're playing Warframe, when you're slicing through, yeah, the zero for, <laughs> negative one hundred percent chance. Like you and yeah. everyone you know is now gonna die because when what? you're playing Warframe, you are literally just mowing through ten thousand <laughs> enemies. Mondays, um, am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that would actually be an amazing fight if, like, the end boss was a war. Well, actually, now that I think about well, it, it almost kind of is. How? You know what, Tenno? You can borrow uh, my ideas. But... This is all yours. Oh, man. I'm going to laugh at that. There's no way that's what it is, but man, wouldn't it no. be funny? And they've already previewed who it is. It's a returning character, a returning villain. Uh, from mm. uh, the new war, and it's, it's, it's great. It's the monsters from yeah. It's the monsters from Space Jam <laughs> One, and Don Cheadle from Space Jam Two. They teamed up, and they're here to fuck shit up in Warframe. Hey. We got a crossover event, folks. <laughs> um, <coughs> this is still Ben Games on Earth. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm. I already did that. Now we, we can just we can Wait, well, at this point I we can just who, do whatever thank we want. You to who? Kyle Anstruff for that. Thank you, Kyle. Um, we can we can do whatever we want now. Hmm. Yeah, we're free. I um, you got free time. <gasps> yeah, this is spring break. You said that earlier when you were like summer break, school's back in session. Uh, I also <laughs> heard a, 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 a commercial today on the radio, and it was like school's back, and I'm like, what? Really? I was like, <laughs> I'm like don't, don't they have like another month off? You. Yeah, we. I mean, I don't that's know. just how Mark really works. Know, we gotta get I ahead thought, of the curve. Thought... It's August, boyo. Yeah, I know, but then gotta they... get your backpack, get that new get backpack. Your crayons, and the month you're pencils. back to school, you little kids. It sucks, but that's it's back to get school. Your boxes you of tissues. You need to learn to live with school, not hate I, it so much. Not live without it. Like, just learn to enjoy your life while school's happening. Don't put so much stake in that free open summer because it's never free and open not completely you're gonna fill up all that time with fun things i i would like to i'm drinking a boba tea like a picnic <laughs> like a beach day like a rendezvous at uh, the zoo like a uh, deja vu like a scooby-doo marathon oh I don't remember. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be drinking that. <laughs> it's too noisy. Sorry, I would never, never hear you I can hear each individual Bobo Bob Lulululul. It's a Boba tea, so it's like I, I, slurping. Yeah, and each like, individual big orb. I told you once, I told you a hundred times, quit using crazy straws while we're recording. I can hear every ball as it warps through that crazy straw around your glasses. <laughs> boink, 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 boink. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know why I mixed that. I don't know why I mixed that. You know what? It's because and then you, you bring it all the way to your lips in the precipice, and then you think, oh, that's loud, and then you let go, and it goes all the way back, and it sounds like one of those crazy straws you used to so get. So it's a pressurized like a crazy straw. Or like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I imagine the sound is like. But like, what would make it? What would pull it back? The just the gravity, you know, the suction, because the weight of the rest of the cup, dude. If you take, I bet. Well, maybe I don't know. The, you, I don't science. know the mechanics of a Did, crazy straw. I'll be honest. It, it, it seems too that crazy I to think understand. No, the the. the the water would create a siphon, yes, so it yeah. would just, it it would... It would depend on the seal of the cup. It might, it might... I guess when you're not sucking on a crazy straw, all the water or whatever goes back. Well, let yeah. me just say this <laughs> I right mean, now. that might my be gravity, too, but... on my straw, and the water is <laughs> not coming out, so <laughs> I think it goes back into the gut. <laughs> I'm talking about a crazy straw here. One that wraps around. I have a pretty fucking crazy straw in my drink, Oh, Derek. my God. <sighs> Again with the it's straw. It's an electric base. <laughs> And it's wild. So don't lecture me about crazy straws. Yeah, Brad was done with the plastic straws. I 3D he went printed straight this. To the electric. It took four weeks. It, his cup is not even in the same room as him. No, it's just the sink in the in the kitchen. There's a, just a funnel. You can pour whatever you want. And so he just poured a whole bowl of tea down it. <laughs> Load it up! I want my boba! (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready! Pour another cup in! Shovel another (laughs) batch in! Uh, Did you shovel some ice in there? (laughs) (laughs) I can't move! I'm I'm already hooked up to the machine! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was... That's... You know, I can't wait for version 2.0. And the straw? Of the yeah, of the design where Straw it'll two. still loop from room to room, but it will you can start it where it will end. Self assist. Yeah. I was thinking of doing some s- sort of new design that was actually multiple <laughs> posable bendy straws. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I could adjust the flavor mix oh. change the flavor profile <laughs> turn the straw adding, like, a little bit and extra oh yeah. a little more you caramely. should actually you should make it like an I organ or like a uh like a not a harmonic what is it maybe like a harmonic what is a little like a flute where it's got the multiple types so you have a bunch flute. of straws yeah. yeah pan flute so you've got a bunch of different but straws that one goes into a different liquid if you turn it yeah, it's upside more like a bag down pipe. to drink then all of them will bagpipe. Yeah, I want it to be like a no. Be a if it's a bagpipe, bag oh, it would no, most definitely be a bagpipe. That is the top suggestion, yeah. right? You Only squeeze on that thing, there and then was you're a just bunch like... of bladders inside the bagpipe. Yep. I would want a different liquid for each straw. Like you got, you got lemonade, you got uh, iced tea, you got yogurt, you got uh, yeah, it's uh, exactly. I would want things that just wouldn't be cumbersome. I'd want milk. <laughs> Hot sauce. Yeah, hot sauce. with some Tabasco or something. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta have a Tabasco one (laughs) just to add a little (laughs) shot. Uh, And then one of them is poison. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like the Assassin's, uh, what are they, the Assassin's Kettle? Assassin's Teapot? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know. Look that up. Go on Wikipedia and take a look. It's it's fascinating. It's fascinating. 
Yeah, it's called the Assassin's <laughs> Teapot uh, Bagpipe. <laughs> 2.0. I'm just picturing something from Elden Ring. <laughs> that you drink Fucking out of? Fucking creepy bastard oh, with his like bagpipes. A, uh, He's like half dead. Oh, I'm thinking <laughs> like the jar people. <laughs> So I thought the, this, he, yeah, I thought like it would the bagpipe would also just have arms and legs. Walk upon these lands. He would play. He would drink himself. I guess I don't know. Uh, that does sound like an Elden Ring <laughs> premise. <laughs> <laughs>